I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Daily Doctor's Kitchen with me, your host, Dr. Rupi. I'm a medical doctor, cookbook author, podcaster, and studying for a master's in nutritional medicine. The Daily Doctor's Kitchen is a series of bite-sized nuggets of information all to do with food, nutrition, healthy living to allow you to live your best life. Remember, you can listen to full-length episodes of the Doctor's Kitchen podcast wherever you listen to pods. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and vegetables per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. Curries, stews, tray bakes, you name it, it's in the cookbook. I had a conversation with another person I'm a huge fan of uh, called George Monbiot, um, who you may have heard of. He's a, he's a prolific writer. He um, writes for The Guardian, a whole bunch of other portals. Um, and we talked about how we can harness intrinsic values of human kindness to foster better well-being society and how what we're witnessing over the last couple of months is better cooperation um, which is uh, it's it's hardwired in our neurobiology and there's a lot of evidence for this as well and what we need is a structure a political structure that essentially emphasizes this and encourages this for a number of different means um, the prevailing political narrative of uh, being in d- an individual and, and rising to the top through by any means necessary is actually something that is very an- is the antithesis of what our evolutionary history is. Putting it this way, um, we wouldn't have survived in the wilderness had it not been for the cooperation within communities. We would have looked after each other's children. We would have hunted and gathered together as a community. We would have moved according to the seasons as well as a unit. And we would have had to protect ourselves from predators um, uh, on an ongoing basis. And that's something you can't do as an individual. So the notion of individualism is, it, it doesn't really strike a chord with how we are evolutionary adapted. And in the context of our evolution, we are but a fraction over the last 10,000 years. We've developed over hundreds of thousands. So this is something that breeds inequality. And I think we can be better humans and healthier humans as well um, if we change the, the constructs of our of our society using that. And I, I'd highly encourage you, you listen to that podcast when it comes out. Um, going back to more something that's, I think, a little bit easier to uh, conceptualize when it comes to health and well-being um, is the environment. And now, the environment has had um, what I think is a really bad PR campaign. 
the climate change, global warming, call it what you will, even though it is so catastrophic, which is what something could happen over the next 10, 20 years, even though we've witnessed what it's like to see forests burning for months on end, it lacks immediacy to how our lives are on a daily basis. I'm sat here in my kitchen. I can get food from the supermarket. It doesn't affect me. Whereas now we actually understand what living in a desperate situation can look like. Now, this isn't desperate times for us by any means. Yes, there is a, a you know a, a pathogen that we're trying to deal with. We're lucky that we've actually had some of the um, uh, changes to uh, our freedoms, essentially, to try and, and uh, reduce the, the viral spread. Um, but on the grand scheme of things, the, cl- the climate change is going to have drastic ramifications on our on our well-being and our, and our ability to to um, thrive and grow as a, as a population and so this is kind of like a turning point for us to rethink about uh, rethink what we believe about uh, climate change and the environment and and what I believe um, could be the starting of a generation of children that know what it's like to live in, a, in an era where your freedoms are, are completely collapsed. Um, and so the immediacy that climate change doesn't provide has now been provided in the form of something uh, like w- what we're seeing at the moment. Uh, and that this is where I think we can potentially use our current situation as a, as a hook as to what could happen with climate change. Even though they're quite different things, what we're witnessing, I think, is um, is is something that could be parallel to that, but it's probably worse, if I'm honest. Um, and whilst uh, pandemics could have occurred anywhere in the, in the world on a global uh, uh, scale, um, this could have started uh, anywhere. This could have started in... The UK could have started in America. There are plenty of opportunities where virulent pathogens could could break out. Um, it, it doesn't always have to come from the Far East or because of wet markets or, or anything. And I've talked about that on a, on a previous podcast as well. I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Doctor's Kitchen. The Doctor's Kitchen podcast is where I discuss multiple topics around nutrition, medicine, and well-being with experts and researchers from around the globe. So do go check it out. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and veg per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. Find me on social media at doctors underscore kitchen and sign up for recipes every week at thedoctorskitchen.com. I'm Dr. Rupi. Have a beautiful day. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.